You are listening to the Steady Hands Barber Club because the best. Are you sure it's not the dog? No, I'm pretty sure it's you. This is the Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, well, we'll get to that in a sec. How about now? Welcome to the Steady Hands Barber Club. Uh, this is the Thanksgiving episode. I'm pretty excited about it. We'll uh, talk about Thanksgiving. We'll talk about haircuts. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Patrick's super embarrassing uh, appointment. Can we talk about crunchy leaves too? Nah. We'll talk about cranberry sauce though. Okay. Uh, we wow. Better talk wait, about wait, 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 hang on, wait, Patrick, just so I can cut you off. We had to completely sidestep one of the most fall things about fall. Walking around, hearing the crickle and the crackle of uh, fresh, uh, freshly dead leaves underneath your feet. Hmm. A real disservice to fall, Eddie. That's all I'm going to say. You're right, you know. dude. I am <laughs> your host, Eddie, and with me are my two co-hosts, <laughs> Jacob Hi. and uh, Patrick. Hello. All right, now you can, you know, talk yeah. about crunchy. I talk, I talk all of a sudden, I do the intro and... Dude, crickets. Everything okay. goes dead. Well, you only gave me a second. Okay, the best part about fall to me is waking up early, walking outside. Maybe you've got a cardigan on. Maybe it's a flannel, you know, T-shirt underneath. We're in Georgia. you got to prepare for the rest of the day. You know, you know you're going to tie it around your waist. But, you know, you walk out, you got your sneakers on, and you hear, ksh, 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 or maybe a, whoosh, you know they're kind of hitting your ankles because there was a pile. Dude, now everyone, now everyone knows you don't rake the leaves in your yard. No. You just gotta let nature take its course, Eddie. You don't have to manage it. Well, mm. you live in an apartment complex, Patrick, <laughs> and you live in an area where the neighborhood, where it's like, your yard is like this big. Yeah, they also uh, <laughs> the neighborhood landscapes. Look at that. He's got people. He's got people for that. You might as well have said, oh, I got people for that. <laughs> oh, boy. Come on. Oh, whiskey dog. Dude. Quick debate, right? You know, everybody, like we've been talking about, has gotten into this whole fall, fall, winter thing. Haircuts are getting longer. People are taking... Their their coats out of the closet, you know, out of the back part of the closet, mm-hmm. just shaking the dust off. We had to bring up that note, uh, put it on the front desk again that says, "Hey, don't forget your coat." Oh yeah, everyone because, forgets uh, their coat, dude. After a while, we turned into a Burlington coat factory. <laughs> uh, quick question for those of you that have cranberry sauce at Thanksgiving: <laughs> Do you? have fresh cranberry sauce canned cranberry sauce and if you have cranberry sauce do you mush it up or or are you one of those people that keeps it in canned form and just slices it down the ribs patrick do you want to you want to spearhead this i have uh, trouble even talking about cranberry sauce why because it's disgusting you don't like it no i don't the only thing cranberry related that I actually well I like cranberries like dried cranberries and stuff mm-hmm. specifically in trail mix. Yeah. One of my customers gave me a 
cranberry bourbon jalapeno pepper jelly. What? And, uh, I'm trying to imagine all that together. It is. It sounds like it would be a mess, but it's really good. Hmm. It's like kind of the first time I had it, I was thinking this is what Thanksgiving cranberries should have always been. I don't know, man. You take some of that cranberries, a little bit of that stuffing. Mm. Nope. You're weird. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm like straight out of the can kind of guy. Like, I think the aluminum uh, adds some uh, depth, you know, some real <laughs> layers, you know, because I, I, already, I already enjoy a earthy, zingy palette. So if I've got metals and a little bit of a tartness in there, get those thick uh, half inch to inch slices. A full inch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, How big is we an buy, inch, Patrick? We, <laughs> yeah, we've already had some discrepancy about that, but we're talking about a thick, thick slice. Yeah, it's more like a, like a like, and you go into the bologna packet, and instead of just grabbing one, you grab like a, you know, about an inch. Oh, man. <laughs> Fingers width. <laughs> you only get like... Uh, can you imagine if we measured things as barbers? Uh, you know, around about an inch. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, Which how about half an inch? Or I just like point to things. I say this much. Um. So you guys have fallen into the uh, winter fall winter haircut thing. You're both growing your hair out. Yeah. Well, I did that by mistake because someone wouldn't cut my hair. I mean, he cut it and he kept it long. Yeah, but uh. Well, you know, well, not- I feel like you and me are on two different paths, though. You know, you're on the like, you know, nice gentlemanly. Yeah, oh, I'm growing out my hair, or like you're a you're a professor that's just been way too busy grading papers this year, and like you know, I just haven't been to the you know to the salon. Uh, me, on the other hand, I I know what I'm doing. You're a degenerate, is what you're trying to say. Yeah, pretty close to he's, that. Jacob's going I'm, through a bad boy phase. He's wearing a lot of black. He grew out his mullet. He started uh, taking out his dangly uh, cross earrings. Yeah, a real George out. Michael statement. You yeah, know? you even have like the little stubble beard going. Yeah, Long stubble. stubble beard, full mustache. Um, I'm I'm really surprised that I still have clients. But, you know, uh, sometimes it pays to be radical. I mean, people give it's you compliments you on it all the time. <laughs> compliments like, uh, what is it? You got a Camaro to go along with that mullet? <laughs> or they go, oh, he's still doing it. Is he serious? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I thought you guys were just joking for weeks about that. <laughs> all right. Um, so we got a visit from our we're in georgia we got yeah. a visit from our georgia state board was it last week this week it was it was last week it was last week last monday i think because patrick wasn't there mm-hmm. yeah i had no idea yeah actually we were we were writing this down and we brought it up and patrick was like wait what they were in <laughs> yeah. yeah so backstory we were overdue for a state board visit. Yeah, they hadn't come in. In uh, a long time. Yeah, I thought they were going to come in right after lockdown when they started putting in Well, that's the thing, dude. Like, we were, we were past due by, like, four months or something like that. At the time. At the time. And then lockdown happened. And yeah. then we were expecting them in after that. But apparently not because we're in November and they just showed up. Yeah. See, when it comes to state board, like, actually, when the guy 
left, we uh, brought up to him like, hey, do you think anyone on the educational board or, you know, anyone from state board would like to come on the podcast? So that might be happening soon. But when it comes to state board, I am nervous about it. (laughs) I thought you were going to be like, I am the authority. (laughs) No, no, I'm far from it. I am nervous, but as far as the shop goes, I am pretty confident that we've instilled a culture of responsibility when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like there are some things like leaving the barbicide lid ajar when you're in hurry, a towel bin lid slightly ajar, or daily, daily hair, you know, that falls down, you forget to sweep it out. This is definitely like, it varies from state to state what they look for um so you should definitely check yours yeah but in georgia they're pretty strict on everything mm-hmm. you know we got one state board visit where we got dinged on exactly that like mm-hmm. this barberside jar was slightly ajar i'm talking like the lid was like like barely not covering it but they dinged us on that and then our towels that were being folded at the time we didn't have a receptionist Mm-hmm. So we were folding towels when we, you know, like five minutes we had bef- between clients. Mm-hmm. And so we had towels that were just uncovered and they dinged us on that. Yeah. This year, though, um, he came in and we didn't get dinged on a single thing. It was pretty great. Nice. And so I was, I was a <laughs> funny story, though. I was, <laughs> I was in the back <laughs> on my break. And uh, I think I just finished eating lunch. And I was like, you know, just checking my phone, looking at notifications, yada, yada, yada. I was on Instagram. And Jacob (laughs) quietly walks into, I was in the office. Jacob walks into the office. And he's like, state board's here. And I'm like, what? like I in my yelling. brain, it. I heard the words, but it didn't register. Because I was trying like, not to yell pretty loud. Because he was so calm about it. And I looked at him, and I'm like, huh? And he's like, state board's here. And I didn't, I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and I'd go into the break room where everyone's having lunch, and I say the exact same thing. And I'm pretty sure they registered it the same way because they said, what? And I'm like, yes, state board is in the building right now. We're just, and we're just proceed dude, as normal. Dude, it was like, it's like you just stepped in an anthill, dude. He's like, <laughs> we're just proceeding like normal. And everyone rushed out. <laughs> we're proceeding as normal. <laughs> because no, look, every day we're in the shop, we're ready for state board. I know, but the, the when it's finally there, <laughs> yeah, it's like, some, it's like somebody just, like you're sitting in the middle of your house and someone shows up and they're like i want to look in every room you're like oh oh god <laughs> like what did i forget to do you know yeah it's, it's that like moment of panic where you're like oh crap i forgot ev- or i hope i f- didn't forget to do what i'm supposed to do kind of thing. right and yeah so it was it was an experience like i don't care who you are when state <laughs> board walks in yeah don't tell me you're blood pressure doesn't just go up a tiny bit yeah no during the whole time i had my friend in the chair and uh i was cutting his hair and i was like (laughs) i was cutting his hair but also i was like looking at the state board officer being like all right he's looking there i know that's good that's good 
Ooh, he's writing we... something down. He's writing. He is writing something down. Dude, the shop got super quiet too. Oh yeah. Like I, I sat my client down. <laughs> They're trying to make conversation yeah, he's like, with so, us because uh, we're pretty jovial all the time. So, uh, do you watch that TV show? And we're like, like, yeah, 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 yeah we did. Yeah. Shut, sh- You're like, shut up, Jeff. shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up. Stay bored here. Stop talking. To me. Pretend you don't know me. <laughs> 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 and like, ah. Uh, oh, who are you? It's like, not that much. <laughs> You're what making are, it obvious. It's like, oh, what is this strange contraption? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> they instantly go into like the character you go when it's like you go to a historical place. <laughs> but they're like staring ah. into the ceiling like, did you, get, did you get new tiles in? I'm like, shut up. It's like, yeah, they're new. So I've actually never been around when we've been visited by State Why Board. is that? I don't know. It's always Jake. So the first time State Board was there, I think Jacob and I were by ourselves. Oh, yeah, our first experience. Yeah, our first experience. We were the only ones working in this shop. And we were, like we do, just joking around with our clients, cutting hair. And uh, this lady walks in. And she's like, And we're like, hey, what can we help you with? And she's like, oh, uh. I'm going to stay bored. <laughs> and, uh, we were like, <laughs> it, it almost, I almost, Jacob didn't well, no, even no. finish the haircut. He did it halfway and he's like, get out. <laughs> and the guy's like, wait, are you going to finish it? I'll finish like, it tomorrow. <laughs> Come back tomorrow. I'll do it for free. Get out of my chair. <laughs> yeah. He didn't actually do that, but that would have been funny. Yeah. Because I keep expecting, like when we went, to state board they're very formal about everything yeah like w- to get our uh, to get our barber license they're like we will now begin uh the chemical rolling section yeah you will have 20 minutes to complete i almost expected it to be like that they walk in very robotic like no she was like dude she she, she knew was, what she was she, doing she was like, like Yo, oh, can like, we help oh. you i thought she wanted to yeah, sell she, something because yeah, yeah, reps like, come in from hi companies. how are you i'm i'm <laughs> I'm going to say bored. And you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, you know, our stomachs burst open, a spray of blood, real uh, <laughs> real old samurai movie style. Um, this time, though, I wasn't out there. So how was that? What, what did he say when he walked in? I, I thought he was selling something again. Because <laughs> so, when someone has a briefcase and they look very, like, put together, I'm like, are they, yeah, they're okay, usually like well, product uh, wraps. Shampoo wrap, uh, hairstyling wrap, uh, something. Yeah, and yeah. It's, like, it's like, and then he pulls that, he's got one of those little uh, uh, retractable things that hold his, holds his like license card. He's like, and he pulls that, I'm from State Board, I'm here to make the inspection. And our receptionist was there and she was like, oh, okay, da, 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 da. It's like, can you get all, can you get this paperwork? And we had everything together, so it was going as planned, but I was like, <sighs> I'm like, I, I turned to uh, my friend Thomas. I was cutting his hair. I was like, wait for one moment. So then I go to... <laughs> wait for one moment. So then I go to the back and I just tell everyone what's going on. And then I come back and I keep cutting hair. So I came in and, ca- and took my client because it was like right when my break was ending. Mm-hmm. And apparently Thomas this whole time was like saying hi and oh, I yeah. totally didn't register. I was not paying attention to him. Like, I was doing stuff. And then I sit my client down, and I start cutting his hair, and I'm, like, nervously talking to him. 
And then I look over and I'm like, oh, Thomas. <laughs> it was you the whole time. And he's like, yeah, I've been trying to say hi. <laughs> Who else calls you baby boy? And I was like, I didn't, I didn't hear a single thing. Yeah. So it sounds like it went well. It did go well. Yeah. And we talked to him. He was a super cool dude. Yeah. Um, we asked him to be on the podcast. So if not him, then hopefully someone that is authorized from State Board to come on can come on and we'll just, you know. I'm going to have so many questions. I know. <laughs> I know. He's going to hate you. Yeah. I think it'll be a great episode. Like one of those in the future. Yeah. Because even though we had, we know we have everything right, we follow it to the T. I think imagine all the places that kind of know what they're doing they like maybe have outdated information Ooh, you know what he was so he kept bringing this up we keep our barbicide yes. jars and a big uh jar full of pre-mixed barbish barbicide you know in those like old uh alcohol jugs i guess sassafras sassafras jugs it's like <laughs> yeah. all glass it's a big so glass gallon jar. we keep it all labeled and on the back counter at the back of the shop right with two jars of barbicide fresh from that morning yeah so uh he just kept pointing out how impressed he was that we didn't keep it on our stations and we kept it in the back yeah because recently there was a change in people not having it at their stations rather having it at one designated spot and to avoid people you know like mm -hmm. misusing it i guess mm -hmm. and it getting splashing on things splashing on things and people he said just like dunking it out and yeah yeah you guys aren't touching it are you like getting it on your hands and, he, and we're like nope because when we handle barbicide we use gloves yeah um and he's like good because there's been a lot of things linked to cancer uh, with barbicide, you know, getting it on your hands because our skin is porous. And I totally, that's another thing. I want to have someone on, oh, probably someone, an educational director, maybe, to talk about that also eventually. Yeah, so it's, it was just a wild experience. So hopefully we can uh, we can make that happen soon and, and talk to him because I'm sure there's a bunch of you guys out there that, you know, have the same type of questions or you know you want to be completely prepared for... yeah because the only times we usually see a state board officer is when we have to be like we we, we have like we can like some people don't have it together and that's okay let's it? bring it let's well no it's not okay <laughs> it's oh like just being at a place of accepting like you know like hey i'm not completely prepared but i want to be yeah you know you don't want to ask them right then because that's when you're being inspected. Yeah. Like you don't want it. You want to seem like you have it to all together. Right. So why not have someone tell you directly what they want to see? Right. All right. It's going to be a great episode. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to wait another year before I get to see someone from state Dude, board. I bet you with your luck, you'll go your whole career without seeing someone from state board. <laughs> yeah, you don't even know what they look like. <laughs> I'm like sure they just look like people. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're part of a like a vampire-like kind of like the Death Eaters from Harry Potter. Yes! <laughs> they have masks. They got a mark on their arm. This is <laughs> state board logo. Yeah, I would just imagine like they look like the men in black or something. 
any time that they uh, find an infraction, they go outside and touch <laughs> they, the what is they, it? The they death touch, mark? yeah, they touch their Death Eater mark, and a big <laughs> skull with a snake coming out of it <laughs> goes up into the, the sky. sky. Let's move on to our next section. Uh, Jacob, you had some thoughts on the benefits of being an instructor. Right. So, right off the dome, I've been helping out in starting out with just calling it standards for the shop when it comes to cleanliness, conduct, and stuff like that. And I've just of my own, just of my own initiative, just doing that because it's something that interests me like ever since even when we were back in school um like i think everyone listening past maybe an episode knows that about you yeah and so i've started unofficially training more just being like hey this is a this is a by the books way how to shave or this is a by the books way how to do i don't know how to clean how to clean your implements and one thing that I've noticed is it's, it was really beneficial to me because if there's ever a topic, oh my gosh, I'm so boring. <laughs> you start playing with a dog, you start, <laughs> and that's no, and that's uh, part part of the thing. Like that's when you start getting into stuff that's by the books, it people start yawning and people start getting really bored like you're fiddling with your notebook and just staring at the ground you're like oh god i hope he doesn't ask me to input on this because i'm like what what were you saying but really something that i've noticed is if you build a culture of everyone who thinks like an instructor you build stronger barbers you build a stronger culture around barbering like imagine if like Imagine if everybody that comes into your shop leaves with a sense of urgency when it comes to making a good name for barbering. Not just make not just when it comes to building a business, like there's a huge culture around grinding, being a business owner, an entrepreneur, and that's a real big thing about barbering, but that's just one portion of it. Like yeah, you can drive a successful business, but when you fall behind on client relations, the efficiency of your haircut, the cleanliness of your tools, you're just making a, a name for yourself as like, man, that guy's a real hustler when it comes to business. He's really good. But yeah, like a but side they, hustle kind of dude. Yeah. But when you drop your comb on the ground and you go pick it up and you're like, let me just dust this off real quick and then spray it with some alcohol because you didn't clean combs that day. Like this guy's gross like oh what you have one comb yeah like when people start looking at how the sausage is made like they get little glimpses of that every once in a while like some of the first questions that i ask new client new employees when they come into the shop is how many not like how many years have you been in this like what do you blah, blah no how many combs and guards do you have how many razor blades do you own like because we do a shave after neck shave after every client we don't reuse blades here. And the, for some people, that's like a duh. But I've, like, we've talked about this before. We have seen some really gross practices in our industry. Yeah. Not even that, but that's just sanitation side. Like someone who comes in to work and they have two combs. Yep. It's like, how do you, how do you do anything? Yeah. You see someone caping someone up and they're like, they don't know how to use a neck strip. Yeah. 
Like somewhere along the way, they had education, but then it just stops Here's and it breaks off. And so when we instill a sense of pride in knowing and being able to explain what you're doing when it comes to your best practices or even a haircut, like, like you become better as a barber. I agree with that. Here's the thing, though. It's... And I agree with you 100%. 99%. 100%. I think it comes down to being passionate about barbering. Like, with everything. It comes down to being passionate. Because there's a lot of people. And we've met a lot of people that are, one, don't really care about hair. They're just doing it because it's a job. Mm -hmm. Two, they don't follow safe practices. They struggle through simple haircuts and then they come up to you and tell you that this year they're going to go get their instructor license and you know i should be a teacher Mm -hmm. and it's and we've both been like no you shouldn't and that's not to say that we're like oh you're not good enough it's the fact that like you can tell that they're not passionate about it and honestly Being an instructor is literally like going to barber school. You can go to barber school and do what you're supposed to be doing and get your license. It it shows no merit about how good of a barber you are. Mm -hmm. You can just do the work and get your license. People do it all the time, right? And that's the same thing for instructors. Instructors, you can go get your instructor license, put in the work, to apply for that license and take yeah. the test, but it shows zero ability or it, it doesn't show your ability to be a good instructor. Mm-hmm. Like you, we've all heard stories about how people went to beauty school or barber school and they didn't get taught anything yeah, because they, their instructors were not good instructors. And they came into the field completely just not ready yeah exactly and that is the fault somewhat the majority of the fault of the instructors where they got their education from Mm -hmm. so is it a good idea to get into the mindset of being an instructor yes Mm -hmm. should everyone make it their goal to be an instructor instructor no and that's why i'm very encouraging of us being at the place that we're at right now like just acting as if what we say when we explain something is a is a is a commonly understood standard that everyone can get yeah so just because like you know barbers have a lot of lingo this way and that way but anyway but my my thing in that like i even like with new hires like i've encouraged patrick you're very good at shaving so i've encouraged new hires to like hey when you get a chance when you see patrick shaving go over to him and just watch and then afterwards ask him about certain steps like would you have like and i know you and your personality type both of you guys like would you have outright gone and said hey new hire i know that you've had some trouble with this may I offer you a suggestion about how you can shave better? Like take, for example, the other day, Eddie, would you have, would you have, unless I kind of, 
I kind of tricked you into helping with a shave demo. Like, yeah, well, would you would you have done that on your own? No, because I am fully aware that I'm not a good instructor. Aha! But you can be. No, I I, I literally cannot be. No, you know me. I Dude, can't do it. Look, I'll tell you how to do something. and wants. I tell you how to do something, and you do it, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have the type of patience you have to be like, okay, well, no, this is, try this. Like, I'm like, this is how you do it. Yeah. And then if somebody doesn't do it, I'm like, you need to figure it out because that's what you need to do or some form of that. But you need to figure that out on your own. Okay. Like, I'm just like, not a good instructor. And I realize that about myself. That's why I'm not like, oh, boy, one day I want to be an instructor. I want to be like, you know, teaching the next generation of barbers. Right. Would I, would I, would I help somebody who comes up to me and asks me for help mm-hmm. on figuring something out or mm-hmm. teaching them how to do a certain haircut? Yes. Would I make it my life's goal to be an instructor for somebody? No. Right. I think that's where these wires are crossed. Does it make me any less of a barber than you? Because that's what you want to do? No. Mm. That's just not the path for me. You are really passionate about hair, and you're really passionate about education and standards and sanitation. That's why it would be a good idea for you. Yeah. But for me, I just want to be a good barber. Yeah, I think for the right student, you might be a good instructor. Well, okay, yeah, maybe, and thank you for explaining that. I don't want you to feel like I'm like saying like, yes, in order to be the next step as a barber, you have to be an instructor. I'm just, yeah, and I, I, I get that. And you explained that perfectly about just like, I want to just, it like what, like what you just said, I want to instill the ability in people to be like, you learn what you're doing be able to verbalize it and put it in the sentence in order to help someone not as a life a life path of being an instructor yeah but yeah 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 well that's where i'm at yeah i'm scared to say it now but actually i've been thinking about going (laughs) back to school to get my instructor's license that's awesome um Oh, when I think about when we were in school, like the way our teacher was and the way he handled, I mean, there was like some weird stuff that happened with my class when a new like assistant instructor came in, but the way he handled the class and like teaching and like, you know, some people had a knack for it and some people didn't and he still like treated them all the same nah, no he didn't no he didn't i know you're <laughs> painting with his broad brush but he totally did yo let me tell you about oh, this no. so one when we were getting close to graduating we jacob and i came into mr our instructor's office right <laughs> and we sat down yo this dude's <laughs> black <laughs> and jacob and i were essentially partners in barber school like we did all of our stuff together. When we had like multiple stuff projects, like the business plan stuff, we worked on it together. Like it was a thing, right? So we sat down in the office, stepbrother style. Stepbrother style. He looks Jacob in the eyes and he's like, "Jacob, you're doing great. I think that you're more fit." Because he'd like give us ideas about oh, where to. Yeah, that did. He'd be like, he was like, "What's that name of the salon?" 
Van Michael. Van Michael. <laughs> Van Michael. He's like, you do great at Van Michael. And Jacob's like, but I want to be a barber. And he's like, yeah, but just think about it. You could definitely do women's hair. <laughs> and, you know, he's like, <laughs> praise. And then uh, he turned to me and he's like, well, I mean, <laughs> and he's it's like that episode of The Office yeah. when Dwight was like, look to your left, look to your right. One of you will become a successful <laughs> businessman. The other will be a wife. Yeah, dude. So he's and essentially he was like, well, you know, some people just aren't cut out for barbering. And I was he like, he did not that. say that, dude, he essentially. That. And he was That's like, no, no, no. And I, I remember this moment because it was devastating. Like, I felt terrible. And this isn't the first time. Like, our barber instructor was very clear. Like, how many times did he tell people, maybe you're just not cut out for this? A couple times. I heard that a pretty good amount of times. Yeah. He's just like, maybe you're not cut out for this, man. I'm going to bring this in. Okay. But maybe... That was his plan the whole time. No, shut up. Dude, I know you. You I feed off of, it. you feed off of that negative energy and I you're like you're like, ha, pull your baseball pull pull your baseball cap down low and you're like, I'll prove them wrong. I literally I looked him in the eyes and I was like, dude, I'm gonna make this man eat his words. <laughs> and yeah. uh and, dude uh, he did. Yeah. Anyways, he made everybody better within the confines of what they were willing to do work wise. And he taught everybody. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm saying. You know, some people still aren't cut out for barbering, but he made everyone better at whatever they were willing to do. Can we talk about that really quick? Sure. I want to get both your opinions separately, but I'm going to lead off with mine. Okay. (laughs) Do I think that anybody could be a barber? No. Even if they that's, wanted that's, it, that's, that's a big. That's a big anybody. That's an absolute. I would. I would no. also. I would agree with you. No. Well, wait. I was. This is. This is what uh, I was talking I'm about. Sorry. Uh, that's why I said separately. And you're just like, let me interject with. No. Shut up. Stop talking. <laughs> Jacob. Well, you see, the thing is. See, look what I'm talking about. Look. Do I think anybody could be a barber? No. I think it takes a pretty great amount of passion for hair. Finger dexterity is definitely a big thing. You have to have the eye for it. Like, you, I think pretty early on with somebody who starts learning how to cut hair, you can tell pretty early on if they have a knack for it or they don't. Mm-hmm. And that's my personal opinion. Like, if someone came in, hadn't cut a, hair, <laughs> a head of hair in a day in their life, and I gave them a comb and a pair of scissors, and I was like, cut this person's hair. I think you could tell pretty quickly who would who would be able to do it and who wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Based on how they attack things. Like even if both haircuts were terrible, I feel like you could you could tell who could and who couldn't. I agree with you. Alright, now now you can uh, give me your opinion. Well if people exhibit an ability to create with their hands I, I there's a long running joke whenever I'm explaining something to people. It's like, you ever carved a block of soap before? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of it is um visualization. 
sculpture, uh, painting, uh, drawing. Uh, a lot of those translate very well. If you've ever worked with wood before, I'm sure you'll, you'd have a basic understanding of how to cut hair also. Like, people that have an ability to create and build often will do very well in barbering. It's the eyes now, there and the are finger dexterity. Finger dexterity, too. If you're going to be, like, if you're des destined, if you will become a great barber, yes. And then there are also other people who can just... Do a passable job. Do a passable job. Like, there are great barbers, and then there are people that cut hair. Okay. Yeah, that's so, fair. Yeah. Uh, I think there are some people that... Yeah. I'll stop you there, Patrick. Please. I think... I don't know. Like, if you give someone a pair of scissors and a comb and just tell them cold to do a haircut... Like, I was pretty bad my first day, but after one to two hours of basic instruction, I was a lot better. Well, here's the thing, though. Jacob and I knew that you were going to be a good barber before we even saw you touch a head of hair. How? Because my collar was popped in that way yeah. you like? Yeah, mm -hmm. right in the back. No, because of um, how you... Like, moved around with your hands and stuff. Yeah, your dexterity, but also your inclination towards creativity. Yeah. Like, I've seen, I've seen like, some of the drawings and doodles and, like, the, the you, you made you made your dining room table. Or your, your coffee, table. coffee table. And my dining room table. But the and thing is, no big deal. but the thing is, like, these little things where you were, like, like you would the way you would set up your tools the way you clean stuff the way you just moved around your workspace the things you talked about like you could tell you were i don't know like i've never in my it never once crossed my mind even before i saw you start attempt a haircut that you wouldn't be a good barber like think about it dude you were in barber school too the second you started seeing people f like fiddle around with hair, you're like, no way is that guy going to be a barber. No way is that guy. And like everybody thinks it when you're there. Mm -hmm. Is it right for you to make that assumption? Probably not. But you do it anyway. And not once did, was I like, Patrick's not going to make it. I appreciate that. But that's not why I want to be an instructor. Like, I think there's people that left my class that didn't know how to do a haircut, and they're probably not cutting hair right now. But it's still, because I am passionate about this. I think that it's a great profession that is still on the upswing mm -hmm. from how it used to be. You know, like barbers used to be, as prestigious as like doctors and dentists and you know things like that i mean there were some whack barbers back then uh benjamin franklin famously threw some shade at barbers when he was saying how uh men should learn to shave themselves at home <laughs> because it's cheaper and uh cheaper over time and oftentimes when you go to a barber their breath smells their hands are dirty and their razors are dull <laughs> 
Look it up. He said Benjamin. their breath smells. <laughs> yeah, dude. Benjamin Franklin was throwing some dude, mad shade at like barbers. one barber that he knew. <laughs> but yeah, there were some whack practices back but, then but, as now. But like, it's so there was a class before Jacob and I where a good amount of people graduated, and out of those, that good handful, how many of them are doing hair? Like two of them, the other people, fast barber school, got their licenses and did not do a single thing with it. They quit being a barber after barber school because they don't have a knack for it. And I think they realized that after they got out, like, and, and we know this because we ran into a couple of them and then we also asked our instructor, we're like, Hey, what are these people doing? And he's like, I know that this person's cutting hair and this person's cutting hair. And I know that all the rest of them are not. Yeah. 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 I kind of wanted to end it on what uh, Eddie was saying about how you, you're, we knew you, you were going to be a great barber, you know, being very earnest. But Oh, well, I appreciate that. One last thing, and you don't okay. have to keep this in. I'll keep it. But... For me, it's, I love the profession and I love investing in people. So even the guy, if, if I was an instructor and I had a class, a guy came in and was like, I don't actually want to cut hair full time, but I have eight kids and for $4,000, I can take this course and learn how to cut hair. And over time, I'll make that money back cutting my family's hair. I would love that. That would be great for me. They don't have to go off and do incredible things in the barbering world. I just think it's an awesome trade. Mm-hmm. We'll leave the rest of that. Well, for, we can uh, actually talk about this on another episode too. Cause yeah, this is yeah. a pretty big, yeah, this is a big thing. Yeah. yeah we'll leave the rest is, of it off. Cause a I think big you conversation and I have a certain, yeah. And I, and I mean, yeah. And also I don't want to also like, I am, three years into my career i don't want to talk myself up as like this thing yeah eddie keeps me humble but yeah barbering and barbering as a culture and what it means as a craft means a lot to me and so anything that i'm doing as far as standards right now is because i want to make it better and we'll leave it at that yeah thanks for listening to another episode of the Steady Hands Barber Club. Um, y'all, y'all have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah just enjoy that uh, canned, uh, can-shaped cranberry mm-hmm. uh, sauce. It's gonna be great. Enjoy the weather. You enjoy know? your loved ones. Yeah, and uh, don't forget to like. Uh, you know, just uh, leave us a, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because, like you know, it helps us out a lot, and yeah. uh, also, we like. Dude, we love reading the comments. Yeah, or send us a DM about anything. Oh, yeah, follow Literally our Insta- anything. <laughs> Literally anything. Yeah, jump Dude, in you, our DMs. You could just be a bunch of clowns. Look, uh, DM us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And uh, everything we talked about it's is going to be in the show notes. I want to quickly... Meticulously listed out. Dude, it's kind of like a beautifully written out poem by yeah. uh, our very own Patrick Boss. Yeah. 
I also want to thank uh, and everything. I also want to thank this uh, this week's sponsor really quick. That can metal by Abby. Sauce. Metal by Abby. Link in the show notes if you want to shop for metal by Abby. Uh, she was gracious, gracious, great. Abby was gracious enough to let us use her studio for the podcast. And, uh, if you're looking for something for the holidays, uh, go ahead and look her up on Instagram. Mention the podcast and I'll give you an awesome free surprise gift. Mention the podcast and you get a free gift. Is it just a DM? Uh, it's like in the notes at checkout. In the note, when you buy something. Yeah. When yeah. you buy something, mention the podcast, and you will get a free gift. Dude, she does all this awesome stuff. She yeah. made our uh, barber straight razor necklaces, yep. which are the coolest things. I can't get over it. I wear mine every day. Me too. Um, so if you if want you, a barbering straight razor necklace, hit her up. And she does it's on a the web. Of- it's on the website, right? Stop it's interrupting on the website. me. I'm sorry. She does a bunch of awesome stuff. She's super talented. She does rings, necklaces, literally anything with metal you can think of, and precious gems. Uh, just follow her on Instagram. She does like awesome uh, instructional stuff on how to take care of your jewelry. Ooh. All the uh, she even takes videos of her process when she's making that jewelry. So if you order something, there's yeah. a good chance you'll see some of it, some of the process going on. She's awesome. And even if you don't like jewelry. There's got she got pictures of goats on yeah, there. Yeah, she's got three adorable goats. Uh-huh. Uh so, so yeah. Yeah. Thanks thanks uh to Abby for uh hosting this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, uh say goodbye. Goodbye. I'll see you next week. Bye. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Let's yeah. see. Happy Thanksgiving.